0: day and welcome to the UEFA Champions League podcast for today the 25th of April 2022 and wherever you are listening or doing the tuning in from whether you are in the USA on the African continent North America South America Asia Europe and Oceania welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify with yours truly Philip Alimo. And I've got love for sports. On today's episode, we'll be reviewing the weekend games and the title race across the top five leagues in Europe. And as always, I've got my able guest in the studio, Mr. Justin Akowa. And yes, I've got a new guest for you as well. It's a surprise package. He's also going to join us. is Princeton with succinct and detailed analysis of what happened over the weekend. And without much ado, I welcome Justin to the platform. I also welcome princeton welcome to the show thank you philip um how are you doing i'm doing great i'm doing great i'm doing great and Princeton, how are you hello mr philip i'm fine Great, great 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 over the weekend we'll go straight to germany france we'll go to italy come to england and we'll wrap up with spain In the German Bundesliga, Bayern Munich wrapped up the league, winning their 10th successive title, which is a record in the top five leagues in Europe. The Bundesliga titles for Bayern Munich since 1963, they've won 31, and all other clubs, all other clubs, Within the Bundesliga, have only won 28. First, let's pick excerpts of that game between Bayern and Borussia Dortmund in the Classica, with Bayern beating Dortmund by three goals to one to clinch their title.
1: Who can live with Bayern? What a finish! Robert Lewandowski. <laughs> and every game's on the game to make it five! It's four goals in the space of six minutes! From by this is frankly extraordinary! It
2: was a lot of fun uh, being on the pitch on our side today. It's Komar.
1: Komal's yeah. hit! It's yeah. marvellous! Bayern's 81st goal of matchday 27, a new Bundesliga record. Manuel Neuer of late Bundesliga history, win number 311
3: again! That is stunning!
1: That's the kind of golden champion champions score. Another trophy for Robert Lewandowski, crowned his last season's footballer of the year in Germany. He has scored to the 13th successive game in the Bundesliga. Only the
4: second player after the great Gerd Müller to reach 300 Bundesliga goals. Oh, terrible clearance, Kingsley Coleman on the final up
1: a great segment of the
4: strong hand.
1: Gnabry goes for it. Oh! That is superb! From Serge Gnabry. Here goes the set piece. Headed down here from Gnabry! What oh, a sensational hit! And the game's first taken. the oh, he's defended Guerrero too. Ball just yet. And
0: So that is Bayern Munich, and across the top five leagues in Europe, no team, I repeat, has ever won ten successive league titles. Mr. Kowa. What do you make of Bayern's performance throughout the season with what we've witnessed this year?
5: Um well, as as you said, um, no team has ever been um across the top five leagues in Europe and that goes to speak um that goes to testify how how consistent they've been and as you know, even trying to win consecutive titles you need you need an elite mentality to be able to do that and sometimes complacency gets in the way and sometimes they actually like it it's it affects you from uh, making those making those kind of achievements and with Bayern they've been able to do that and and I and I believe I think Juventus tried I think they won nine or eight consecutive before Inter Milan won one victory. so then that goes to show how how um how good you must be um for buying to win and we know that buying for buying winning the um, bundesliga it is normal but then 10 in a row is actually something else
0: it's actually something else winning 10 in a row and uh doing that they achieved uh outstanding the record and let's capture the moment buying Won their tenth successive league title and how it was captured across the globe, especially with some of the individual records.
1: And In goes a set piece they're headed down here from Gnabry! What a hit! As long as he's pain-free and the game's still fun, is Thomas Muller, and now and Dortmund's arch nemesis again, their former player Robert Lewandowski. Henry Jan here to make his mark, is this the launch pad of the fight back? It may well be, back on the board. Hold and still here, ahead it's Marco Royce. great challenge Lucas Fernandez what a tackle that is. Good back and forth of Bayern switching between uh, Oh, Musiala, lovely feet. Hits for the initial save and then helped out by his defender Guerrero too. Ball not clear just yet. And there it is. That uh, Jamal Musiala, 3-1 for Bayern. Champions of the Bundesliga, FC Bayern have sealed the deal. Nagelsmann's first titular coach at just 34, the second youngest man ever to do so in the Bundesliga. Patrick, Bayern, champions, and tonight Dortmund, despite that late second half fight back, didn't quite have enough to make their mark. A full house here to see as well, how fitting that the fans are back to take a part in the celebrations. They won't get the trophy by the way, that'll come on match day 33 here, that's not the real one, the real thing comes on the, the last one match day, the last home game here when they take on Stuttgart and the beer shower now is in full flow in literal sense seen
0: thomas Müller down there mr kowa given bayern's performance in the league would you say bayern are simply dominating the german league because of good performance or you think bayern has a superior advantage in terms of tv rights and financial muscle that's the other teams in the league can simply not compete.
5: Well, I believe it's a it's a mixture of everything because um, with because with um, with without Germany, the 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 structure of football in Germany is set up. There's there's some fun involvement um, in terms of in um, in terms of ownership and Bayern have that, and every team has that. But then Bayern has money. I think. For me, the team with the most financial muscle probably um, that could go toe-to-toe with Bayern in Germany is yes, RB Leipzig and Mazad now. But then I believe that Bayern, Bayern have been able to maintain a standard because back then, before Bayern were able to do the 10 in a row, anytime maybe Bayern could win a few titles, you would see Felix Magath's men um, at Wolfsburg um, win a league title with Jekyll Grafish, Misimovic in the free. Um, Klopp also did Two in a row against Bayern, with which, and um, players like Nuri Shaheen, Mohamed Zidane, Lewandowski, Gundogan, and um, Mario Gota were able to do this. Were able to help Klopp lift the title against Bayern. So that it takes it um, it takes it, it takes a great amount of consistency to go to go um, against Bayern. And with the team that finished second last season, Bayern were able to push not only their coach as well as their most prized defender um from them in the name of Dio Upamikano. So then I, I believe that with Bayern's sort of dominance in the league, it's a bit of everything that they've been able to do because um with 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 how their team is set up they they also went through a bit of um unfortunate injury spells with Goretzka spending um a lengthy a lengthy time on the sideline. Alfonso Davis Spending a, a lengthy time on the sideline this season, as well as Joshua Kimmich, as well, also spending a lengthy time on the um, on the sideline. So then, I believe that not only not only were they able to persevere, but then they were they had the right mentality going in, in this season and preventing anyone from winning the title.
0: And talking of relentlessness and perseverance, which players? Within the league, do you think have exhibited exemplary qualities that uh, we need to look out for for them, especially as also we are approaching the summer transfer window across across board?
5: Well, um, for 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 Bayern, we could for Bayern we could reference Lewandowski as reportedly there are some there are some um, contractual issues with Bayern in terms of his extension um, as well as Gnabry. Um, as asaliham is has, as has has stated that he expects him to actually um he expects him to make a decision as quickly as possible so they can tie him up um outside outside by um, we, we could reference um ellen ellen orland um, who has been rumored to have agreed personal terms with manchester city and for me, he is one of the best young strikers in Europe. Um, you could look at you could look at um, by um, by Leverkusen. Um, look at Florian Verts, who was who 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 is part of who is part of the players who to have actually to have actually had the most assists before his um, ACL injury struck him um, earlier this year. So then there there um, there are a, there are a few players who have actually shown promise. Oh, and not forgetting Christopher Nkunku, former PSG academy man at RB Leipzig who has also made waves this season and these are a few players from out of the Bundesliga who could probably make their names and probably um, get some moves out of the Bundesliga.
0: Definitely. These are some of the players that can get some move out of the Bundesliga. And talking of players and moves, one of the key things that comes to play is the tactics and formation of the teams and um...
5: well as as, um, as we all know as we all know how the Germans like to operate generally they all like to be quite expansive in terms of their football and also defend with a high line that actually that, that actually um, promotes a lot of clear chance creation for sides for sides um, in the league and, and and as you could as you could see from let's reference by Munich for example they've They've gone through some. They've gone through some managerial changes, and as Julian Nagelsmann took over, now he has implemented a three, a three-one, um, a three-four-two-one um, formation for Bayern, with which, um, with which um, sometimes you could see either Leroy Sané as well as, as as well as Kingsley Coman at wing back. So then, this so then this is an example, and with Dortmund. They always they always switch between their four two three one and 3 one and their three and they are three four three to also show um, to also show expansive play and as well as as well as um, Baye Leverkusen also play a three five two sometimes a three four one two with with um, with very high advancing fullbacks to actually um, help chance creation and actually bombard their opposition with with laterals. Who um who who will be who 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 will try and stretch opposition defence in terms of in terms of
0: penetrating um defences? Uh, so Princeton, yes, what do you make of Justin's submission and the tactics and formation in the German Bundesliga?
2: Yes, I agree with him perfectly because if you look at Bayern Munich, who are the winners of this year's league, they dominated the league with their four-two-three-one formation. Uh, you could always see Dio Pomecano and Lucas Hernandez together with Afonso Davis, and then the measurement of Always, I have the picture which always leaves spaces behind them. And we also have Kinsley Coleman and Sergina Brie, who also serve as the inside forwards together with Robert Lewandowski and then um, Thomas Muller. So, they always have Alfonso Davis and then Benjamin Pava overlapping on the width of the pitch to create more spaces and more men in the opposition half of the pitch. For, for Bayern Munich, the worry is that always when they are up high the pitch, they leave spaces behind them, which uh, most teams um, clearly they take advantage of it. You saw that in the game against Villarreal, when Villarreal exploited the spaces behind them. And of course on that day, Negozman played a three-back formation and it didn't work for them because of the nature of the players they have over there for Borussia Dortmund they seem to be very uh, relaxed and reserved in their play always rely on the speed of Marco Roy's Eli Halland strength and always use him as a target man and then he least one the, the passes to his, to his wingers like Brandt and the other guys in it so it's been an expansive play for the German side talk of entering Frankfurt expansively, they are person, they are always um, they are always on the ball very quick in transition. So I believe that this year's figure we've seen some dynamics in, in their uh, play for for the first three teams like Dortmund by Unique and then Leverkusen, they are always attacking, attacking, attacking. Logic as well. They also play an attacking football that has been incredible for them, for them, Confiam and Frankfurt and the other things I mentioned but there seem to be uh, some emergence of the treble system in the Bundesliga.
0: Definitely, uh, that was a succinct submission from 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 Princeton, and uh, uh, we, would, we would wrap up with the Bundesliga and head straight to France and France PSG were crowned champions and Lionel Messi after struggling all season had the last laugh in fact he scored PSG's goal and before RC Lens got the equalizer but PSG have been crowned champions of the French League one will pick excepts of that moment
6: he blows Paris Saint-Germain the champions but it's a strange atmosphere in the Parc de France. Arms aloft for a 1-1 draw. That means that Paris Saint-Germain can now no longer be worse than 13 points ahead of Marseille at the end of this match day with only four games to come. The title is reclaimed, really Paris Saint-Germain's players Gather in the middle. The fireworks now, the official ones, burst out. A goal from Lionel Messi to remember for all the years. Slightly ruined by a wonderful equaliser from Corentin Jean. But Paris Saint-Germain are champions for the 10th time in their history, a 8th time in the last 10 years, thanks to this 1-1 draw.
0: So, Mr. Koua, what do you make of PSG's performance this season and their overall title-winning season? And for Lionel Messi, this is his eleventh league title and his first away from Barcelona.
5: Well, um, for 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 Paris Saint-Germain, this season this season was supposed to be um, a season that they had to take their title back after Liu Leo- won it last season with impressive performances. Um but but um but looking at everything, I think Pochettino as um with his with his tenure in his first full season has had a few problems with with how the squad structure is being set with the with the kind of balance the the squad has. Sometimes lots of injuries plighting them and I and I believe that with the with the with the continental tournaments that happened in the summer also played played a part in played a part in slowing slowing their pre-season plans that as it did to most of the teams um in Europe. So I believe that PSG weren't that bad but then sometimes they actually struggle to find an I- identity to play with. Sometimes they're playing a four two three one sometimes it was a four three three. Um sometimes there were lots of changes within the front three Sometimes you you can see there will, there will be an introduction of Di Maria on the right. Probably you see um, you see Mauro Icardi up front, and on some days you see Kylian Mbappe up front. So there was a lot of there was a, a lot of um, there, there, there was a lot of chopping um, chopping changes in in terms of in terms of how PSG were able to set themselves up, and with and with the kind of the kind of calf injuries are prevented. Sergio Ramos from having more of an impact with with their season two also showed how unlucky PSG were in were in, um, this season in in terms of how they play overall not only in not only in France because I believe that they could actually beat a lot of teams without um without and the help of without the help of um Sergio Ramos and talking about Messi had he for me with his transfer to this transfer to PSG was, it was it was quite bittersweet because watching him leave Barcelona after all these all these years and playing for another outfit um, in the name of Paris Saint Germain was 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 quite a surprising thing for the footballing world and 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 I and I and I and I and I honestly believe that with the kind of performances he put up in the Copa America, we're expecting better or way better performances because he has set the bar that high after a very very after a very successful tournament after winning MVP in that tournament as well. So we so with the with the with the kind of integration he we had, we're expecting to see Lionel like, no, Messi fire on all cylinders. And even though the season is not done yet um with four goals and and about ten assists or more, I believe that um, with the kind of standard Messi has set over the years, um, this wasn't one of his most prolific ones in the league. And hopefully next season, he will come back fresher, stronger and better and actually, um, and, and actually perform to his regular standards that he has shown us over the years.
0: Definitely. and Talking of regular performance, which other players in the French League uh, uh, stood out for you, well beyond the regular ones that we know in in PSE.
5: Well, um, well, I mean, they are they are they are they are quite a number. Um, I can I can reference uh, Monaco's Monaco's bright young midfielder who who's um, who's been monitored by the biggest teams in Europe, um, Aurelien Tuamini, very very impressive midfielder, can play as an eight, a six, or or possibly a ten. Very very good passing range and and in the in the past year has been handed has been handed his has been handed a few caps by DJ Deschamps um signaling that he is one to look out for the future. Um looking at Leo, even though they are around they are sitting around night, they have a young defender the name of Sven Botman who who is who, who is a target of many, many top sides in Europe, including Newcastle and he is he is someone who has He's someone who has shown how solid he has been. Even though Leo have not had a very, very good season after they won the league, he has, he has he has also shown a lot of promise. Looking at Marseille, um William Saliba had a very turbulent season but seems to be ending the season well and has caught the eye of DJ Deschamps as well as um as well as former Arsenal midfielder Mateo Genduzi, who, who has also shined in his, in his spell um, at at um, at Marseille and has performed quite well, much to the admiration of DJ Deschamps. So these are a few of the players, I believe, have performed well this season in the French League. Um.
0: Wow, that is impressive, Mr. Koa, And uh, I'm sure my cherished audience will definitely love your submissions as well. And um, do you think in the Champions League next season, who gets a good performance from the French teams in general?
5: Well, it depends. I, for me, I think it depends on it depends on a lot of things. Um, as I as I said earlier, with the kind of squad, with the kind of structure that PSG has right now, it seems a bit unbalanced in terms of how 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 they want their midfield to look. With the kind of profile, with the kind of midfield profile they have, they they'll probably need one or more one or more um to actually be able to stamp a certain kind of a certain kind of um style of play because um as you know PSG's front three um aside aside killing mbappe the front three the in messi and neymar are both are both quite old so then they 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 really do not they really do not have the ability to press um, opposition constantly. So then that is where that is where the kind of midfield profile comes in. Either you need either you need midfielders that can press, win the ball, and also know how to retain the ball in a in a in a um, in a possession based philosophy, or or you actually or you, or you actually want people who can just press only and win and win the ball up high. For the attackers and looking at and looking at looking at looking at their looking at their centre back pairing. Sometimes it is a bit shaky because there was in their in their round of 16 match against Madrid, there was a bit of there was a bit of um, botling at the back with with which the players seem very very shaky um, in their defending, allowing Karim Benzema to score a hat trick. So then it is something PSG have to look at in the summer so um in, in in order to be able to reach in order to be able to reach a Champions League final as they did last two seasons
0: definitely and teams that are struggling or battling it out to win the league in Europe this year one league that has been tightly contested is the Italian league and we have AC Milan currently on top with 74 points. After 34 games. Inter Milan. uh, Followed second. With 72 points. They have a game in hand. Napoli 67 points. And Juventus 63 points. In terms of the games. That were played over the weekend. On Saturday. Inter beat Roma. By 3 goals to 1. Napoli. Lost to Empoli. By 3 goals to 2. And AC Milan beating Lazio by two goals to one, Mr. Kowa, what do you make of the league race in 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 Italy?
5: Well, for me, I think that um, it is for me. I believe it is the most exciting um, um, minus minus um, the English Premier League for me, and I and I and I also have and I also have some affection for AC Milan with 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 what with what they they have gone through for the past um, decade after they last won the league in in twenty in twenty twelve. So so looking so looking at looking at the league, um hopefully hopefully AC Milan and um, Stefano Pioli's men could be able to win the league. But then um con- considering the kind of squad they have, sometimes they are very on and off in terms of performances and a lot of injuries um, happening to players such as Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, Olivier Giroud, as well as Ante Rebic. So then, it is, it is, it has been, it has been, it has been a, it has been a, a turbulent season for AC Milan, con- considering that um, their their midfielder Frankesi is has been reported um, to be moving to Barca at the end of the season as as a free agent. And 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 looking on the other side of Milan, um, the in, the have. Have been a very very good sign, taking um, carrying carrying on with the momentum they had after winning the league last season. Simeone Enzagi looks like a perfect a a, a perfect um, a perfect man to take over to to take over the helm from An- Antonio Conte, and this has what and this has favored and this has favored um, Inter Milan a lot. Looking at how um, looking at how they have been signings of. Checo, Joaquin, Correa, Denzel Dumfries um, have have helped them, have helped them push push their push their title charge once again. And um, also considering a lot of a lot of great performances from La, Lautaro Martinez, who's having quite who's having quite a productive season, and also considering um, considering Alejandro Bastoni, um, their young left footed centre back, who has also performed quite well. So then you can so then you can you can you can tell that um, inter inter milan are not going to go down without a fight and will also try and win their consecutive league title after winning last season looking at um, napoli Na- um, napoli for me have been the most inconsistent side um, within the top 3 and and after and and, and after losing games like M- losing games losing games to um, sides like empoli this looks like this looks like another season where they would have to wait possibly but then they are mathematically not out of the race they they still have the, they they still have a chance to win it if if um, AC Milan and, and Inter Milan falter so then we live we live we live to see what happens in the running and i believe that this series season has been quite promising for for viewers for for viewers who are not only
0: Football lovers, but then who love it, 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 it Italian football as well? For viewers who love Italian football as well, so says Mr. Kowa. And for the purposes of my cherished audience, I'll, be, I'll give you updates of the moment. AC Milan got a huge boost in their bid for the title thanks to Tonalini's close range finish in added time when the bid lags you by two goals to one. We pick excerpts of that moment.
4: Inter's winning form means Milan's margins are slim. Victory tonight, we see the Rossaneri go two points clear at the summit, but it won't be easy against the in Lazio side who have won four from their last six. Milinkovic Savic, it goes the cross, it's the opening goal, of course it's Giro Mobile and Lazio leads. 26 goals in the Serie A season for the league's most lethal striker. Gini Macias. Gini Macias. Three insides. Olivier Giroud. Wide of the uprights. Milan's first glimpse of goal. Raphael Lovely turn. Rafael Liao. Side netting. Long, Farley out, there's the leg back, and Olivier Giroud fights the equalising goal. Massive moment for Milan, back on level terms at the Olympico. Junior Macias, Neatly done. it's clever from Junior Macias. Junior Macias goes alone. And it's a whisker wide of the uprights. Kessiet, wriggles away. Rebic, to Rafael Liao. Rafael Liao drops the shoulder, Rafael Liao Extracts a pretty decent save from Strakosha. Might drop now for Rebic. Winch the ball back. And pulls the trigger, Palmed away. Teo Hernandez. Beat it in, comes to Zlatan Ibrahimovic, deflection, behind for a corner. Revic applied the pressure, and Revic winning the ball back. Here is Revic for Milan, beat it in. And On such moments do seasons sway! Santos Tonali! Scores, it's stoppage time for Milan. Full-time whistle goes. Lazio beaten. Milan go top once more. A late, late show for Milan. They've beaten Lazio by two goals to one.
0: So that is the moment AC Milan beat Lazio by two goals to one. Inter Milan dominated at the San Siro. And did the season double over Moreno's Roma, scoring six goals in a single campaign against AS Roma for the first time since the 2008-2009, when the Portuguese was at the helm of Inter Milan. Let's take excerpts of that game when Inter Milan beat AS Roma by three goals to one. It was in fact an emphatic home win for Inter Milan.
7: The last time Inter won two straight league titles, Jose Mourinho was the Nerazzurri head coach. Today he returns in charge of a Roma side, unbeaten in 12, determined to keep the Giallorossi on track for a top four finish. Inter have already beaten Roma twice this season, scoring five goals without reply. Chalo allowed to turn, he can size up a shot as well. And it's brilliantly saved by Rui Patricio. There was a shove on Mancini on the follow-up, but Inter so close to the opening goal. Pellegrini with the ball in Mancini! And that was the chance. Flicked on by Lautaro Martinez. Gekko for and now took Dumfries with the pace. Dumfries there. Just like in December, Denzel Dumfries makes the difference against Roma. His first goal in Nerazzurri Colors came in the reverse fixture and now he scores the goal on the half-hour mark that gives the champions the lead. Federico Di Marco, Perisic calling for it. It's another wing-back on the charge. Perisic. And here is Brozovic. And still, Broznik! He went nearly a year in Serie A without scoring. And now he finds the net in back-to-back league games. A stunner at Spezia. And an absolute rip-roaring strike against Roma. Chalanoly with another corner. they're queuing up. And it's Lautaro Martinez again for Inter. A brace here on Tuesday in the Derby, and now he scores into third against Roma, and the champions are absolutely waltzing to victory here. Sergio Oliveira. Pellegrini told a turn. Pellegrini shot and Handanovic able to gather at the second attempt. Karstorp too quick for Bastoni. Shomorodov, not much in the way of support. Still Shomorodov for Karstor, Mikitaryan Roma get one back. Beautifully put away by Henrik Mikitaryan It might prove to be just a consolation, but it's a lovely Roma move. Simone Sozza brings the match to a close. Full-time score at San Siro into three, Roma one.
0: So, full-time score at the San Siro as Inter Milan 3, AS Roma 1. Spalletti's side saw their two-goal lead vanish in the space of just seven minutes with Empoli striking twice to put a dent on Napoli's title bid. We take excerpts of that game when Napoli lost 3-2 to Empoli.
3: Gianni Spalletti returns to his homeland and the club that launched his coaching career. Can the Tuscan air refresh his Scudetto spirits? And can the Pato again invigorate Andrea Zoli's men to victory? The last dates back to the Maradona in December. Empoli v Napoli from the Carlo Castellani. As Lani crosses in. Good shape for header. The third minute, Pinamonti police should lead. Insigne, long way out. He's already tried one from distance. Fabian Ruiz. Ruiz! Hoodwinked Luperto, Driven past Vicario. Irving Lozano. Pull back. Mertens! Takes something special to beat Guillermo Vicario. Dries Mertens, perfect timing into the box. And Napoli, under the cosh, the last minutes. <laughs> On Gissa, Napoli give it away cheaply. Insigne, that's the second goal. <laughs> and just the second from open play this season. For the Napoli captain. The 5,000 who've travelled north are there to welcome his celebration. there's a good chance by Rami. Henderson has to score. Liam Henderson with 10 minutes left. Could just well have changed the narrative of this match for Napoli. Pinamonti! Alex meret commits the most heinous sin and ruins Napoli's hopes, Andrea Pinamonti. Stays close to the keeper. Bayram. Pinamonti. Empoli have turned around. Napoli are no longer going to win the Scudetto. Incredible scenes here. Henderson in the 80th minute. Pinamonti in the 83rd. And Andrea Pinamonti again in the 88th. Empoli
0: 3, Napoli 2. What a brilliant performance from Andre Pinamonti to dent Spalletti's side's hope of winning the Scudetto. Mr. Koa, in the Italian League, which of the players should we look out for this summer transfer window? And which players have stood out for you in terms of their performances?
5: Well before well before I go to that, we could we, we could probably draw a connection with Pinamonti because Pinamonti's parent side is inter Milan and he's on loan from Inter Milan um, at um, at 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 Empoli. So you could tell that he was doing his parent club a favor on that one. And with the with the with the players who are with the players who have been very impressive um, this this um, season. For me, I will always choose from AC Milan, Rafael Leao, um, the Portuguese forward who, who has actually been reported and um, who has been linked to Manchester City, as well as left back Theo Hernandez, who has also who has also proved to be still one of the best left backs in the league. Um, there's a there's a, there's a Scottish player who plays for Bologna. Uh, Aaron Hickey. Um, I believe that he was he was a top-rated left back in his in his junior years. I mean he is he is still he's still he's still pretty young but he is one of the highest scoring defenders in the league now. And looking looking in the goalkeeping department um I could I could I could look at um Mike M who is the who is the number one for AC Milan. After leaving a title-winning side, Leo in France for just 15 million euros, he has he has been he has been one of the best keepers in Europe in terms of um, saves, distribution, goals prevented, and and he is and he also has one assist to his name, showing showing how good he has been since his arrival. Um, we could look at Dominico Berardi of Sassuolo. Who has who has been able to achieve double figures in both goals and assists? Then is and is known to be on the radar of is known to be on the radar of a Milan as well as um, as well as Juventus. And we could also look at Bremer, who is who's a, who's a, a, a centre back playing for Torino. The Brazilian wing back has um, the Brazilian centre back has been quite solid this season and has drawn at, at, um, attention from Bayern Munich. Has drawn. Attention from AC Milan as well as Inter Milan. So these are the players that I believe have been the best for me this season in the Serie A. Um, aside um, Dusan Vlahovic, who got his move
0: this January to Juventus. And uh, aside Dusan Vlahovic, who got his move to, to Juventus, which other young player of African origin have stood out for you in the Italian league? well
5: um for for me for me um we could we can i can i can reference Afinajan um as 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 an as an example as well as um, mudu mudu baru um as well because these 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 people have had it quite difficult in terms of their career progressions and and being and 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 for mudu baru starting for, uh, starting for a um, aside in Italy as one of their main strikers has been something very phenomenal to to actually um, witness, as well as Felix Afinajan who who in who in less than last two years ago was in was in Ghana, but now has has progressed to the Primavera side of Roma and is in the and and is in the senior side of Roma, and he has to go to so his name. Playing, playing from the left wing, and sometimes he plays. He he plays on the side of Tammy Abraham, and apparently he has been rumored to have agreed a loan move to Sassuolo at the end of the season. So we will see how that will go for him and his career. But then I believe these are the two African young players who have impressed me this year in Italy.
0: Definitely, and talking of teams that are also going neck-to-neck neck and are impressing neutral fans is in the English Premier League. It's Man City, Liverpool, Liverpool. These two teams are going neck-to-neck neck in the title race with just one point separating both sides. Yesterday, Liverpool beat Everton by two goals to nil and Manchester City beating Watford earlier by five goals to one. I've got a Man City fan with us today in the studios and we we'll hear from him what he makes of Man City's performance in the league throughout this season. Kojo, good evening and welcome to the show.
8: Uh Good evening, good evening everyone.
0: Yes, and what do you make of Man City's performance?
8: Um, It was a good match. I think the only uh, thing that was an issue was not having a clean sheet and also I think as a city fan, one of the things that gets annoying is you look at the box scores at the end and you see the amount of chances created. You could have been, and I think in a race where it's one point, like you said, the goal difference, is, I think four for Liverpool, you see how it could become a factor because we have won the league on points before, on goals before. So you want, you cut Watford, they are down, their confidence is low, first four minutes you have a goal, you want to just Take them, don't let them go, don't give them a chance, go six, seven, eight, but then, as always, so many missed chances but it was a good win at this point, what we need is the three points because we are ahead
0: Definitely, it was a good win Kojo and like you rightly said, on Friday one player who was rumoured to be leaving the club is Gabriel Jesus and coincidentally on Saturday he found the net on four occasions what do you make of Gabriel Jesus' performance on the day?
8: He um, was really good. It was really good. Um, I I've Personally, I've been a fan of him because even when he doesn't play, Pep always sees it and you see it. He works hard. Whatever position you play him, someone who came in as a striker, the hair appearance to Aguero, he's not been able to produce the same way. So he's had to be played on other parts of the park. But you can always tell he gets 100%. And it's kind of a nice thing where... You hear all these things about him being linked to Arsenal and wherever. And then he just, OK, City fans, you can tell that I'm needed here. puts in four goals of all various types. and tells you that he's diverse and can do something. So I'm, I'm personally a fan of him. I hope he stays, but with these players, you never know.
0: Yes, you never know. But uh, talking of expectations, uh, what is your expectation for the team? Uh, this season, uh, you are you are in hunt for the Premier League title, and tomorrow you have a crucial game uh, against Real Madrid. In hunt for your first European trophy, what are your expectations as a fan for the team?
8: Uh, okay, um, starting with the Champions League, the the this is my personal thing, but then the past two managers who've won the Champions League lost the final first. I think Klopp. Lost the final against Madrid the first time, won the second time. kill lost with PSG in the final on the second try won. So hopefully can continue because at this point, we are tired. We, we need one. We have the team. We have the coach. We have the facilities to do it. Madrid, we have beaten them before in the Champions League. But as you see, from nowhere. Look at a few weeks ago, Sevilla, leading 2-0, equalised and going to win against Chelsea, losing 3-0. So then you can never count them out until the match is done. So on that front, I'm confident because I think player to player, they have an agent, their midfield is quite age and we have De Bruyne back, so that'll be fine. Walker might definitely be a miss because he didn't train today. But we'll see. with the Premier League, the one point, we've been here before, 18-19, same situation. Uh, we got ahead. We had to win 14 games in a row after. We scored them two one at the Etihad to win. We are in the same position now. Like I said, we are not as we are not as ruthless as Liverpool are. Because when they get a chance, they score. They don't allow teams to equalize and look like they'll come in and win. But we just need the three points. Whatever it takes, whatever goal kind of goal ugly, bad, like against Brighton, Maris' goal was such a bad goal. But you could see the tension just leave the stadium after the first goal. So that's what we need. And I think we are consistent enough. We have shown throughout the seasons that we can go on a 5, 6, seven, 10 game run. So I think we can win that too.
0: That is a lovely submission from you. And I can tell you are not just a fan, but a true lover of the game. I'll give you excerpts of that moment when Gabriel Jesus scored four and assisted a superb Rodri volley as Manchester City moved four points clear at the top of the Premier League table. Thanks to a 5-1 win over Waxford at the Etihad on Saturday but the point now is just one point difference let's take excerpts of that moment
9: there from the very start and right across the face of goals in Schenkel now to keep it alive Jesus fourth minute and already still looking it was nervous on Wednesday against Brighton but the early goal this time the to fall 2 down, Jesus, terrific ball from De Bruyne and Jesus couldn't miss and City in control already. Now then wait a minute, Kamara's in here and Kamara has put Watford back in the game. Well maybe this isn't a foregone conclusion. Jesus, Rodri, De Bruyne still down, Rodri! That's one way of getting the two-goal lead back. Rodri doesn't score, it happens, And it's 3-1 now to the Blues. Well, it was uh, a procession really in the first half. Oh, a mistake. Jesus, that has to be a penalty. It is. We've barely got started in the second half. And Jesus earns a penalty he's never scored a Premier League hat-trick, he has now it's his fourth for the club his first in the Premier League and the Blues have the points one back by De Bruyne Sterling involved Greenish involved Jesus, De Bruyne Jesus, it's another one 5-1 4 for Jesus what an afternoon for the Brazilian Four. Guys.
0: It was a perfect day for the Blues and a good day to end Watford's misery with that 5-1 victory over Watford. Mr Kowa, what is your general assessment of the Premier League title race between Liverpool and Man City and briefly touch also on the top four race with Arsenal, Tottenham, Manchester United, and Chelsea.
5: Well, I believe that um, for for Liverpool and Man City, that shows the level that these um, other um, other coaches have been talking about in terms of how they have how they have opened the gap between them them and the rest um, of the of the chasing pack and and well as and well as you can see um as you can see both 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 teams did not didn't start in the didn't, didn't start in the best way possible even referencing someone like manchester city they are more of they are more of the slow starters if you've noticed that in the last two seasons and and now when and now um you can you can tell that when they are in their stride, they actually do everything possible to put them at the summit of the league, and that's what has helped them this season. And with the kind of consistency and, and 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 with the kind of style of play that Manchester City have, it has been it has been quite helpful for them to be able to maintain this level. And and Liverpool too, very 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 talented. Excuse me. Very, very talented side. A strong side, who know how to go forward, and who and and who are very intense in terms of um, attacking. And they and it's like and I think that for them, with the with the kind of with the with the kind of way that they attack, it's for me it is equivalent to them pressing your neck, trying to trying to trying to suffocate someone. Like that's how that's how intense Liverpool are, um, with their front. With their front three and with their new additions, and um, with Jota and um, Luis Diaz, so then you can you can you can you can tell that after after a not so good season last season, they are back a little bit more, really and um, relatively more injury free, and they've been quite consistent on all on all levels. They've been able to win the Carabao Cup, they are in the FA Cup final, they are in the Champions League semi-final, and they are also one point behind league leaders Manchester City. That shows how great this Liverpool side is. Um looking at looking at looking at um the race for top four, it's been it's been very very it's been very, very turbulent in terms of these teams and um, playing in the top four. Chelsea Chelsea for one, Chelsea um, probably the English team that has played the most matches this season in all competitions. They've they they were they were or uh, they were um, top of the league at a point in time. Um with with a few complications in, in terms of injuries, um in 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 terms of um, player player unhappiness in the camp. It has been it has destabilized. The team not um, not forgetting the sanctions imposed on 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 um, on the team owner. So then this so then this is the kind of sit- situation they are in. And as Thomas Tuchel says, the plan is always to be able to close the gap between them and Liverpool and Manchester City, and that's what they are trying to do. But then with the kind of injuries and with the kind of inconsistent performances that have been there. They they will have to fight for top four and try and go again next season only if they have a squad competitive enough to be able to challenge um, Manchester City and Liverpool. Looking at Arsenal, um, you can you can you can you can tell that Edu, um, who is the sporting director and Arteta have worked very well in terms of additions to the squad. Aaron Ramsdale, um, Sami Lokonga, Martin Odegaard, um Takahiro Tomiyasu, as um, as well as Nuno Tavares, uh, you can you can you can you can see that you can see that this team is this team is, is, is trying to build a very very young side that'll be able to will be able to compete for a long time, and 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 you can tell that for the first time in quite a while, Arsenal now are Arsenal are looking like looking like um probably. Pro, um, probably a side that are on the rise, with which they are fighting for. 2-4. and it's and it's quite evident with great performances from Bukayo Saka, who has probably scored in every big game that he has played in the English Premier League. Um, Emil Smith Rowe, very very talented young attacking midfielder, and looking at Thomas Partey, who who started the season quite quite um, average, but then has stepped up to be one of the best um, number six. Um, number six players in the in the um, in the Premier League, and and for and for Tottenham, the managerial change from Nuno Espirito Santo to Antonio Conte, who has helped them also try to achieve what they are supposed to do, and with additions in the names of Dejan Kulusevski and Rod- and Rodrigo Bentancur, um, they have they have they have made quite positive strides, and I and I and I and I and I, and I personally believe that. Antonio Conte, if he had come in early enough, he would have been in the top four because this coach is someone who knows how to fix problems in the shortest amount of time possible, and you can and and sometimes you can, you can tell that this Tottenham side are a side not to be underestimated with, um, with the kind of performances they've had. They've beaten Manchester City, home and away this season. Um, they've been. They've, they've they also drew a Liverpool at at their home grounds and in a, in a in a very entertaining match. That shows how talented this side can be, and I believe that all with this with this kind of top four battle, it's it's um, it's it's neck it's 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 neck and neck, and hopefully, the two deserving sides make it make it and also join Manchester City and Liverpool to be the representatives in the UEFA Champions League next season. But then, it has been an enjoyable Premier League season um, for a season that we thought that Man- Manchester City had run away with the title.
0: Definitely one season that is one to forget for many fans is Manchester United. Uh, quick submission. What do you make of Eric Tinhag's performance? And do you think he has a solution the magic one, to turn things around for manchester united next season
5: well with the with the kind of problems manchester city face it will take it will it will, it will take quite some time because you can you can tell you can tell with with how Rafranik has been speaking to the press in in, in terms of how in terms of how he believes that there, there's a need for wholesale changes in the squad Eric, Eric Ten Hag wouldn't wouldn't only need players but we also need players who actually are suited for the kind of style that he wants to implement at Manchester United. And I believe that Manchester United after after not being able to be, to be um proud of showing any silverware in the past five years or more, um with with or under under Eric Ten Hag, there will be, there'll be a better outfit and and there will be a more talented side and quite and quite um, beautiful to watch because with the kind of football Eric Ten Hag has been able to coach in, in Holland, Ajax have been by far one of, or by far been the best team to come out of the Dutch Eredivisie. And probably that is what Manchester United have seen and believe that that is what Washington,
0: United can be in the next few seasons. Lee, Thank you so much, Mr. Kowa. And uh, we'll wrap up with Mr. Princeton's thoughts with the Spanish league. Barcelona have struggled this season and Xavi came in to revive the team. As we speak, Real Madrid just need one point in their next game to run away with the Spanish title. Overall, assessment and impressions of the league so far this season.
5: Well, for me, I think that Carlo Ancelotti has done what he does best. Um he's for me maybe in in terms of in terms of the great coaches of the last generation that is Mourinho and Alex Ferguson's generation. He is one. He is one who keeps on performing regardless of the regardless of regardless of how football has evolved. And that is and, and that is quite present with the kind of performances he is putting. Um, he is in the Champions League semi final, and as he said, he needs only one point from winning his first La Liga title. And that is an impressive feat for them, even though they had close, um, little to no challenge this season. They have proven to be far. They've they've proven to be hands down the best team in Spain with because with the kind of season that Atletico have had, um, they haven't been that impressive. There was there, there was those there was a point where there was a point where Sevilla were actually playing quite well and they were they were on top in the league, but then you can um it is it is it is quite obvious that Sevilla do not have the kind of manpower that um Real Madrid possessed to be able to win the La Liga and and also looking at looking at um, Barca, we all know the we all know the wholesale changes they they went through the big loss that they had in in the name of La, La um, Lionel Messi um, with the kind of replacements they had Eric Garcia Memphis Depay um, and and um, and and also and also um, with with when Dani Alves came. Sorry, with when Xavi replaced Ronald Koeman, there are, there have been other additions such as um, Dani Alves, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, as well as Ferran Torres and Adama Traoré. So then you can so then you can see that Xavi is building something quite um, progressive here. And Barça, after starting the season, um, not not on the best of notes. And at a point in time, they were ninth on the league table. They have they have been able to recover in are uh, second place. But it is it it was it was too late for me, in my opinion, as Xavi probably didn't come in early enough to be able to help Barca actually mount a title a title charge or try to or try to take the first position over um, Real Madrid. So then. Barca have lots to work with as as um, heading into the off-season. And hopefully, they'll be able to challenge Real Madrid and make next season a memorable and competitive one.
0: And talking of memories and a memorable season, Real Betis won the Copa de la Real. Mr. Kowa, quick submission, what you make of Pellegrini's side winning the, Real Bet- uh, the Copa de la Real?
5: Well um as well as we all know, um with the Copa del Rey, the Giants, killers and Spain were all eliminated quite early. Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid and Barcelona and and it was and it was and was a very, very good opportunity for a new team to win um with either Valencia or Real Betis. And with the um, with the kind of side that Pellegrini has built, um it's it's for me it is quite impressive with um players such as Guido Ro- Rodriguez, William Carvalho, Bo Bohe Iglesias as well as Claudio Bravo. They've they've they have shown they have shown spirits and they have shown some top mentality in this knockout side, um, in this knockout tournament. And congratulations to, to Pellegrini for winning the Copa Rey and I believe it is well deserved.
0: Definitely. Thank you so much, Mr. Kowa Princeton, I want to pick your overall thoughts of the entire discussion and what you make of the top five leagues in Europe and your final submissions in Spain. Yes, Mr. Philip. Yes, what are your final submissions and thoughts?
2: Yes, yeah, so I think this year's La Liga was quite simple for Real Madrid because of the poor start Barcelona and then Atletico Madrid. For Carlo Ancelotti, head coach of Real Madrid, his job was to wage this squad that, last didn't to do well in the La Liga. In the defense, he brought in Adam Militao, paired in with Gianni signing David Alaba, and the combination seems to be going really well for them. And then Benjamin Mendy is also Kavaha on the right side on the defense. In the midfield. Uh, Modric and then Casemiro also they are old but they don't they, they, they show class in every big game they've played this season and also Vinicius Jr who was not clinical last season is giving him that scoring boot and also linking him with Karim Benzman almost all the games they play you see that link up and that relationship between, between Vinicius and Karim Benzema and I think that has worked really well for Real Madrid in their success this season the, the relationship between these two guys have been the key To the success in the La Liga for Barcelona, Javier Nandes came in late because of the work he's done so far for the team. He came in uh, into a team that was was, uh, depressed after the university exit, Uh, but he came in, gave them the belief, and they started playing well the Barcelona style. You could see clearly how they want to play the wide men on the way with Usman Dembele and then Ferran Torres on the flanks with. The gift from, as he, as he described, the gift from heaven. of course, Aubameyang scoring as much as uh, nine goals for the team since he joined them in La Liga. So it's been very good for, for them since he joined, but of late, it's been poor for them because, I think it's because of the elimination or the injury of Pedri. Tomorrow
0: will come your way with the first leg of the semi-final tie between Manchester City and Real Madrid. Keep well, stay blessed, and keep winning. It's adios and bye for now.